Your family is special. That's why Pathways Financial Credit Union offers many mortgage options to help you buy that special home or refinance your current home. Pathways offers some of the best rates and lowest fees you'll find anywhere in the country. As the fastest growing credit union in Ohio over the last 10 years, you know you can trust our mortgage professionals to do what's best for you. Visit one of our convenient locations or check us out at pathwayscu.com. Offer of credit is subject to credit approval. Pathways is an equal opportunity lender and is federally insured by the NCUA. Stand by. It's time for the Wiener Shake Show, Wiener Shakers. To get involved, please call 302 Broad Dog. Broad Dog. Broad Dog. Yeah. 302 769 3664. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. And now, punch yourself in the balls and call yourself Susan. Because we about to blow the lid off of this bitch. It's the Wiener Shake Show. And now, here's Brett Wiener and Imran Shake. That photo of us is really nice. Which one? Me in the white shirt, you in the thing. The one that you didn't want to share? Oh, but Yeah, the, the one, yeah. <laughs> and now all of a sudden you want to share it? Yeah. Well, obviously, you like how you look in the picture. Otherwise, you wouldn't want it shared. I look like I'm a big Jewish monster with a fucking zit on my forehead. In- incidentally, monster. I also have a new zit that popped up. Tom Hanks uh, couldn't take her eyes off of it last night, so that was fun. But new zit. But she was respectful with it. She she didn't make me feel horrible about it. Which uh, what are you talking about? New zit. What the fuck is a new zit? New zit, man. Sorry, your enunciation enunciation is so bad, I couldn't tell. Yeah. I love my mommy. So you got a new zit, and Tom Hanks is okay with that. Is she into zits? Is that her thing? Well, no, but I was holding her in my arms. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Are you adopting her or becoming (laughs) her girlfriend? What's going on? No, I'd just gotten over to her place after my uh, class last night, and I was, uh, you know, I was beholding her. We were on the couch watching an episode of The Office. She was terrified? Why the fuck did she need to be held while watching an episode of The Office? We were canoodling, bro. (laughs) Okay? I want that of you. I like it. (laughs) We were canoodling, bro. We were canoodling, bro. I was holding her in my arms. You know, I mean, wasn't holding her like a baby, uh, rescuing her from a fire or something. Uh, cat out of a tree. I was holding her the way you hold a lover. Okay? Though we have She's not your lover. She's not your lover. I know. Holding your girlfriend, a loved one, if you will. Anyway. She's not, she's not your girlfriend. She is a loved one, but she's not your girlfriend, nor is she your lover. She is someone who you cuddle with. She's your cuddle buddy. She's a pillow. She's basically a body pillow. I'm not going to let you perpetrate lies on this on this show. You just called my girlfriend, dare I say, the love of my life, a body pillow. I haven't put my penis inside of her, so to you, she is just a body pillow. We can't make a commitment. I didn't call her anything. I'm going off of your actions and what you call her and what you the way you treat her. If you treat her like a body pillow, I'm going to call it like I see it. She's a body pillow. If you enter her, then I'll call her your girlfriend. I'll call her your lover. But if you don't, I'm sorry, man. If the body pillow fits, my man. You're so confident this morning. Your opinions are facts, apparently, huh? My, I, I, I never give out opinions. I only give out facts. You know, Imran, you know, eventually you're joking about me not sleeping with my girlfriend is going to really Cuddle upset buddy. me, maybe. Did you ever think about that? Well, then sleep with her. Why are you so concerned where I stick my dick? If you if you are so concerned, then maybe you want me to put my dick in you. Okay? You understand how I got there? Because you are no. absolutely obsessed with me no. not having sex with Tom Hanks. No, I'm obsessed with the fact that you keep on mislabeling your relationship with Tom Hanks. It's my relationship. I'll call it what I want. You're bullying me. I'm okay. You're see, bullying no. me. You really turned the table since the intervention, pal. Good for you. Good see. for you. No, you are bullying me into feeling like I, I think I'm sweating right now. I feel ashamed that I haven't had sex with this girl because now oh, I can't, it can't be a relationship. I can't call her my girlfriend. I can't even bring her up without you taking a pot shot. Listen, you shouldn't feel shame for anything. You are your own brother and you should do your own thing, my man. And listen, if you don't want to sleep with her, that's 
fine. That is your world. That is your prerogative. And if that makes you and Tom Hanks happy, then by all means, go forth and not sleep with each other. That, that, that's your thing. And, and if that bonds you two more, I'm all for it. But don't come on here. Don't come on this goddamn show and say that she's your GD girlfriend because you have not slept with her. And until you sleep with her, See, you get me hot. You get me hot. And this is I your tactic. I sleep with her every this night. This is your tactic. You I sleep with hot. her every night. If if she's not in person, then my pillow is Tom Hanks. Okay? Last night, I slept with her. No, you did. No, you slept with her. You slept near her. You right. slept next to her. Right. But you did not have the horizontal tang- tango with her. We did a move um, together uh, horizontally. I'm How not, do you I'm, think she feels when she listens to the podcasts and hears you go on. Huh? You, you're the one who keeps bringing it up, not me. I don't bring it up. I bring up how much I love her, and you bring up, oh, she's not your girlfriend because you haven't done the horizontal. Da, 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 da. No. Morty, the South Asian is picking on Greg again. She's pick. He's picking on... I get so because his lady hips, because of his lady hips and his little pre-buds he's growing from eating too much KFC. He switched to the Blue Apron, Morty. Did you know that? Did someone talk about pre-buds? Because, uh, because Aunt Tom might have uh, some contribution to give about that. Uh, I, uh, I, uh, in my hormone therapy, I, uh, maybe have gone through the pre-bud thing so I can sit down and talk to this Imran fella. Im- Imran fella. Imran fella. Aunt Tom, Aunt Tom, please. Can you what? just go into hiding until the transition happens? Because you make... Mort- no. You make Morty very uncomfortable. No, okay. Helen, Morty's not uncomfortable He's with very me. Uncomfortable, it's you who's uncomfortable me. with me because you think I'm an affront to nature. Well, I'm not an affront to nature because nature made me this way. <laughs> Excuse me, though. Are you <laughs> no, all right, Aunt Tom? I'm fluctuating my voice there for a second. What happened, Sorry. Aunt Tom? Are you all right? I just, yeah, I got, I got, I got surges of, I got surges of. of and the hormones, and it just, oh you know, I, it, it, it fluctuates it's, my voice. It's but. like an episode of Sybil over here, Morty. Jesus, Aunt Tom. Aunt Tom, did you go to the store for Morty and me? No, I did not. I was getting my therapy done this morning. I, I see a psychotherapist who helps me look into <laughs> myself <laughs> and find the inner lady that's been hiding inside for so many years. Let me tell you, Anton, there's no lady hiding inside of you. Do you hear yourself? You're a monster. You're Frankenstein's monster. monster. You are a monster. You're 74 years old. Give up the ghost. I'm I'm picking up uh, what you put out as that Imran fella is so fond of saying. All right, Anton, go take a nap again. I like you better when you're snoring. All right. Anton, sign it off. You look very ladylike when you portray on Tom, by the way. This podcast is supported by Zcast. Zcast.co is their web address. They are an app and website. They provide the platform that you're hearing this podcast on. They provide RSS feeds, server space, and links for sharing your podcast. We'd like to thank the folks over at Zcast for their incredible platform and for their constant and undying support of the Greg Wiener podcast. We love you, Zcast. Thank you so much for your hard work, and we look forward to forging a beautiful, professional, profitable, and maybe sexual, but not harassing sexual relationship with you. Thank you, Zcast. I love my mommy. We now return to the Wiener Shake Show on the Greg Wiener Podcasting Network. Oh, I'm getting wet down there. I'm a, f- a rational human being who sometimes experiences economic anxiety. You want to go into this economic anxiety bit? Because you, you've been sprinkling it throughout like three episodes now, and it's just like your kitschy little saying now, but no one really gets it. I think people get it. I don't, I don't think it needs to be explained to them. So you're calling me stupid. Oh, I'm not calling you anything. Once, once again, I am not saying you're anything. I'm going off of what I see, and I am responding logically. I'm yes-anding life right now. Mm-hmm. You're yes-anding life, huh? That's right. Wow. I mean, the thing is, listen, you want me to explain the economic? My mom used to have a saying. It's hard to translate from Urdu to English. I love my mommy. She has a saying that says uh, for for, uh, now I'm translating on the fly. Oh, hold on a second. It's time to put my thumb in my mouth and think about what my mommy used to say. (laughs) Go ahead. That's my little intro for (laughs) this segment. 
Not used my, to sex. My sets. mommy's dead when I'm laying on her chest. Do you cuddle in Urdu, Hindu world? No, I, I used to cuddle with my mom a lot. I love my mom. Yeah, uh, I do too. I, I, used to, I love your I used mom to, a lot. What's that? I I said I love your mom a lot too. Wow, that's offensive. Well, if she didn't if she didn't have sex with your dad and he didn't bust a nut inside of your mom, then I wouldn't have one of the best friends I've ever had in my life. Oh, that's a very sweet thing to say, actually. Well, you know, you immediately think that I go to insulting you by saying I want to love your mom and be inside of her. I appreciate the sacrifices mothers made, especially yours, because what? she had to go through the the massive disappointment of you not being a doctor, a lawyer, a chemist, and have True. to be an actor. But she should be proud of you because you're bringing smiles to a lot of people. Mm, yeah, tons. We tons have 54 subscribers now, according to okay. Apple <laughs> Analytics. I mean, my question to you is, what do you say to mothers of people you don't like? Nothing. Typically, I don't meet them. There's no hate sex situation going on in your head scenario? It depends. If their moms are hot, yeah, I'll J-O to them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't find um, my friends' mothers to be particularly attractive. I've never met... None of my friends' moms who I've met are attractive enough for me to J-O to them, unfortunately. I, w I wish that was the case. I, I well, was listening to the radio the other day, and there was somebody who called in who said that she just broke up with... Uh, a long-term boyfriend and she said that she then hung out with her daughter's 21 year old 22 year old friend and spent the night with him and giggled about it and i immediately popped wood because i was like man i wish that was me i'm still trying to get over how you insulted mrs wiener i'm sorry how did i what you said you I have never Mrs. met Wiener. a friend's you've never met a friend's mom who you wanted to have sex with so you called my mom ugly and unsexual no, I've never met your mom, so she's dis she's not included in that category. So you won't include her because she's Jewish? No, I mean... See what I I'm do doing? What I Jewish just women. did, what I just did is what you do every episode. You, you take some weird side and then you debate and argue in your own world about something that doesn't actually exist. And you get all angry and uh, then I'm sitting here spinning my wheels trying to communicate with someone who's off in La La Land, in, in the Spectrum world. First off, I think La La Land is offensive because I know what you're alluding to the movie by saying La La Land. Absolute no. garbage. No, you're alluding to La 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 La. That's what you're alluding to. And I think that's racial stereotypes that need to end in this world. That's what we need less of in the world, Greg Wiener. That's not what I meant at all, but I wish that's I did. Exactly, that's, I, wish I think I that's exactly what you meant. I, I, and I think our listeners know exactly what you were uh, referring to yeah. and i mean you want to offend people that's your business man my man my brother is that the second time you've taken that tone with me in this episode so far episode I'm not, 20 uh, see see my brother you're already starting with this we go with the tone stuff i'm not taking <laughs> look look my brother I i'm just trying to get on your good side all right that's all i'm i'm trying to we're, we're trying to make a positive show here we're trying to there's a lot of garbage dumpster fires going on in the world right now amen to that and i just i just want to bring a little positivity to the world and if bridging a gap between you and i uh, is what's required of that then i will do that my brother you through you done <laughs> for now you're done for now. so i i can talk now you know, I, I was trying to discuss the uh, the cute back and forth I had with my girlfriend about my pimple, but you took us down another rabbit hole, and I think we're just going to uh, forget about everything no, that no. I talked no. about before. No, no it's fine. It, no, I it's mean, a feature. It's a weekly feature that people want to hear. So, all right, here we go. Three, two, it's the Tom Hanks update. Ugh, everybody, gather around, listen up, whatever. Go ahead. I just introed it, so... That's the intro. That's the intro jingle. Do you want me to hit it again? It's the Tom Hanks update, everybody. Gather around, I guess. Listen up. Go ahead, Greg. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not talking about Tom Hanks with you. Um, what? <laughs> Why not? Because Why not? I'll wait until you have a girlfriend. Because otherwise, it's pointless, and you're just gonna 
make jokes about her calling you and you're going to steal my thunder and my steam and my love vibes and make it fodder for you over there in Taliban land. And, uh, you know, it's going to be, I'm going to be, I'm going to feel that empty feeling I feel sometimes when we're done recording. Like, man, I tried to connect with him again and all I got was him going off into his weird alternate universe and where he lives in this reality where he's friends with my girlfriend and, and, and I feel this like negative nervous stomach thing I mean if if we look back on uh, on the past few podcasts I've been extremely vulnerable with you and you have basically you've turned the tables on this podcast because you you laugh at my pain and you don't nope. address it you don't you don't say thank you for sharing that you make these silly my brother comments all of a sudden out of nowhere for episode 20 and it's like what it doesn't make any sense it makes a lot of sense don't crack your voice don't crack your voice in a show of quote unquote emotion don't do it. listen listen my brother what i'm trying to tell you I'm not trying to steal your thunder on on uh, Tom Hanks. I, I had a my typical double toasted bagel this morning and double t- toasted. Yeah, well, I get it double toasted because you really can't trust a lot of these toasters in some of these high end bagel boutiques. So if if they're Back trying up. to do big turnover, they'll they'll put the bagel through once. And the, the the toaster is on this like rotator thing, and it goes too fast because they have the setting to get the bagel out and and you know keep get the next customer taken care of. So when I order the bagel, I go double toasted, so they put it through the machine twice. So th- there's it's a it's a two pronged uh, technique for me. Uh, one, I like the bagel to be crunchy. Um, I like it to, but not burnt. Uh, there's a, there's a, no. f- there's a fine line for me. And if it, if I You're get it burnt, hour. of course, what do we do? Send it back. Exactly. And thank um, you on Helen. The second reason is that I want to feel the heat of this bagel in my mouth. And that's what I didn't get today. I didn't get it mm-hmm. at a place of worship like you- essentially i i go to this bagel place uh-huh. every day for many reasons one i like their bagel uh number two i like their iced coffee and number three they know my name they know what i want they let me sit there they let me work they don't bother me uh when i come in i get a pat on the shoulder hey how are you and that's something that i haven't really had that kind of familiarity in the last nine, ten months. So it's kind of been a home away from home. But when I go and I spend my good money, I expect the heat of the bagel in my mouth. But when they let it sit, when they let it sit, okay, for too long, there's no more heat. And now I'm chewing on a fucking double-toasted cold bagel? Uh Uh-uh. Okay? I'm calling fucking shenanigans. Just ashes at that point. You kept on repeating the phrase "heat on my on my mouth." Heat in my mouth. Heat in your mouth. Heat of the bagel in my mouth. I mean, it seems like you're yearning for something else here, my friend. You know what it is. You know, a lot of times when we we go to a, a food for crutches, it is a time. It, it gives us a feeling of a of a safe, comfortable time in our lives. And for me, that's when things were simple and when mom and dad were still mom and dad. Here we go. Listen, I think when you, I think you need, I think you're yearning for heat in your mouth, but from a different source, my brother. And I think you're sublimating that through bagels and you're going through this bagel shop that clearly likes you. And it clearly appreciates your business. I mean, to the fact that they're patting you on the back, who does that? They love you there. They're not trying to sell you uh, bad goods there. But you, you want something else. You want heat, quote, heat in your mouth, my brother. I want home in my mouth. I want home in my mouth. Mm, mm. You know, it's psychological, bro. It's psychological. Yeah. I'm going to be quite frank here. You're, You're yearning for cunnilingus. How do you know that I haven't performed cunnilingus? Because you are celibate with, with. Uh, I never Tom said Hanks I was and- celibate. Uh, one, I did say I would not talk about her in a sexual manner, which I have held fast and true to. But I mean, why do you assume? Because I have said that we haven't made love yet. 
that I You're have You're the one not... sitting here saying you want heat in your mouth, my, my, my brother. See, you can't even get my brother out naturally. You're forcing it. So just be yourself. Stop trying um, to be this version of you that you're not. Because we roll fucking organic, okay? We roll organic here. We don't try and, oh, my brother, oh. Uh, you know, that's like me coming on and saying, assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum, Taliban Hindu. You know, something where I say I say the war cry that is your middle name, you know. Here we go. Here we um, go. Imran ah ah Sheikh, you know. Oh, I, I didn't know I was African. I'm not doing that. Native American. I don't well, know that. Well, if the, you know, if the spear fits, if the loincloth fits. <laughs> listen. <laughs> oh, lick it. Listen. Lick it. Lick it. You just said lick. lick. Lick it. Yeah, because now I've got cunnilingus on my mind, my brother. And what I'm trying to tell you is that you keep on the the main thing that you keep on harping on is you want heat in your mouth. Just a hot bagel. Warm, I just want a you, hot bagel. No, You're reading into it. No, it's it. not. It's not about the bagel. It's not about the bagel because <sighs> they clearly give you good bagels. They clearly give you good service. They like you there, but you will not be satisfied until you get cunnilingus. Now I, I'm I'm not saying go downtown on Tom Hanks today or tomorrow listen or whatever. To I'm, not, I'm not... Listen to your tone. It's shtick. It's not shtick. I'm not trying to be shticky. Again, I'm trying to be shtick. I want to help you, my brother. That's shtick as well. I am going to no, put not. you on a no shtick diet for episodes 20 and 21. I am going to challenge you to this stop is not the shtick. This um, is not shtick. Okay. So you're not going to call me my brother anymore? Do you not want us to grow closer together? I'm calling horse hockey and shenanigans on that. This no. is this is bullshit. No, it's not. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, I, listen, I don't know what past memories you're dredging up here with me calling you my brother. I, I really don't know. I don't c care, quite frankly, because I'm trying to bridge a gap between us, a schism that has been created, and I want us to be a unit again. And I want us to come together again. We right? haven't been a unit for a long time, Imran. I don't know. What are you talking about? I mean, the last episode was great. We were, I mean, the last few episodes have been really good. And, I mean, the intervention yeah. helped a bit, but I'm guarded now with you. I'm, I'm protecting my heart because, frankly, I'm scared of getting hurt again by you. Okay, you're unpredictable. You you can ghost at any moment. Being a millennial anyway. and a South Asian hanging out with a Jew, I'm not setting myself up for a very very uh, positive result. I mean, I could be blown up at any minute and see you in a bush with a fucking turban on, laughing like an evil bastard. This could all be a big scheme, uh, uh, a podcast sleeper cell plan, if you will, and you know. Bob's your uncle. I'm 20 pieces in a driveway, and you Why? are riding off in a fucking camel. Okay? Why would you be the target? Why would you be the target? I don't know, but that's what sleeper cells do. They ingratiate themselves into other people's worlds, and then all of a sudden, you know, there's a knock at the door, and the box that's left there is, is you know, your demise. So I'm protecting myself because I know I pissed you off, and in the back of my mind, and I've always had this fear with you. Um, I don't get pissed off. Right, yeah, no. But when the, when the cameras go off and the microphone goes away, who knows what you do in the privacy of your... I don't know. I really don't know. And, and I've always had this fear ever since we read Disgrace together. And I saw that anger in your eyes when you said some of the lines you said. And you did a very good job. And I was, I left that rehearsal table, for people unfamiliar, Disgraced is about two South Asian men, a cousin and an uncle, um, or nephew rather, who um, are, I guess, you know, they're, 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 you know, fish out of water. They're in America and they're assimilating to uh, American ways and, and Imran's character is uh, racially profiled for a good reason. And uh, he's brought into an FBI interrogation room and he says- Not for a good reason. You're in the play. Your your friends in the play started saying something about how Americans deserve 9/11. So uh, if he, that if that doesn't warrant an invite to sit down and speak with the FBI or Homeland Security, I don't know what does. But there was some there was a, a, a spooky truth to some of the lines that Imran said. And me being a Jew, I walk around with a target on my back constantly. Well, that target is on your face. It's your nose. But go ahead. See. 
Proof is in the pudding, folks. Proof is in the podcast. Proof is in the Wiener Shake Show. This could, and then maybe, you know, once Tom Hanks and I get married and I invite him to the wedding and he's like the best man or something, maybe that's when he plans the big terrorist event and there'll be cameras everywhere because we'll be celebrities by that point. And all of a sudden it's it's another 9-11 and it's all been a humongous, humongous ruse, okay? I'm see, on to you, Imran. I'm on to you, see, Imran. See, my shtick is harmless, it's funny. Self-deprecating. Your shtick is gonna land me in jail. <laughs> you son of a bitch. God forbid. Listen, here's the thing. What? Yeah. I think you confused my genuine acting ability for truth. And I take that I'm gonna take that as a compliment that you thought what I was saying was truthful. I didn't really think it was truthful. That was my shtick, by the way. And I think that shtick trumps your shtick. We're gonna have a shtick off. I mean, let's be honest here, as no, far as talk. shtick is concerned. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I trump you, I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. I think that my shtick is, uh, you're hilarious. I'm, I'm talking about penis size, by the way, at now. I've oh. shifted over to penis size. I was talking about comedic technique. No, uh, no. I, I mean, if we're going to grow this show, we should be willing to listen to some criticism, right? Constructive well, I mean, it's only or otherwise. fair that we do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm just telling you that um, <laughs> my... Criticism from each other. Oh, I see. Okay, Well, no, ahead. I'm for, right now I'm patting myself on the back for that last bit because I thought that was great. Good job, my brother. God damn it. You going to get that soundboard to work or I what? I love my mommy. What's <laughs> that? That makes no sense. Listen, I love my mommy. None of these make sense. I, I need a database of sounds. I need a support staff here while I'm uh, recording. I can't be my executive producer, editor, head writer, proprietor. content proprietor, proprietor uh, president. Did you, see <laughs> my, did you see my turkey waddle when I said president? My, like, my head went out as if I were it's, a bird and the waddle just like was like, Bleh. I see it all the time. I never not see it. You don't think I'm high profile enough to have a terrorist attack perpetrated on me? I... I, I know what you're trying to do. You don't think here. I'm good and enough. I, I, I don't think... I think terrorist attacks are wrong, immoral, horrible, barbaric, inhumane, and anyone who perpetrate, perpetrates them is an He's animal, is, is, is beneath redemption. And, and I, I, I value life. I value um, America. I value all countries. Uh, hashtag all countries matter. And I just want to make it clear to the agents listening and eavesdropping to this show that I am a pacifist and I, I, am, I am a citizen. <laughs> and the views expressed by, expressed by Greg Wiener are his own twisted, They're just sardonic views. entertainment purposes only. This is a Ooh, dark it. satire. Um, and the purported terrorist, the only thing he's picking out right now to attack are spots in his nose where he can dig in and pick boogers and then shove them into the camera for me to see. Do you see that booger no. I just pulled out? Nope. Nope. I'm not looking. You're, Literally a hair embedded so in so disgusting. It. You're so disgusting. Throw that on the floor. Are, are we going to do a show about anything today or are we just going to... Um, I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you, my brother. Let's go. What's you what, what what content you got today? I I do have a thing I wanted to bring up. Gre uh, Greg and I text uh, every now and then. And oh, uh, are you going to bring up other... that I called you Emmy and you you quelled that and yelled at me and said please no. don't call me that ever again? No, because I don't. It's great that you brought that up because uh, I don't. I'm going to ask you to cut that because I don't. I seriously hate that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Greg. If you have a small penis. You should not be angry about that. You should be okay with that. Is this why? Is this is the big question for for the for show number twenty, big show today? Have you not slept with Tom Hanks because you're afraid that you'll find out that you have a small wangus? No, the reason I haven't okay. slept with Tom Hanks is because I have um, respect for her. We get it. No. You know what? I'm not going to share this. I was just going to go somewhere uh, really truthful, but I'm not going to share it. No, 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 no. No, we no, need no. more of that. We need truth on this show. I've given a lot of truth in the last few episodes. I'm going to hold on to this one because 
honestly, like, it's a little too vulnerable and personal. And okay. I just, I, I. No, you just want, you want, you don't want our listeners to hear the truth. And you want them to hear shtick uh, 24-7. If that's what you want for the show, if you want it to be an artificial husk of a show, then that's, that's your prerogative. An artificial husk? Hollow. Something that has no truth to it. No vulnerability. No no real matter no real stuff just just bits bits on bits on bits i mean if that's what you want for the show then that's what you want for the show Me, you're the host my name is you're the proprietor Green. of I'm this show i'm an actor what'd you say all right we're getting off the rails here Me, my name is greg wiener i'm an actor i love my mommy <laughs> i need more drops man i do love my mommy what I was initially saying was that the saying that my mom has, and again, I'm going to live translate this, so it's going to be a little clunky, is that for the smart ilk, uh, a hint is enough. So for don't someone... spoon feed people. Mm, right, mm -hmm. right, right. What, what was this in reference to? We are on such an ADD uh, uh, warpath this morning that I don't even know what we've talked about. I don't know what that's in reference to, and I don't know where we're going, Imran, but I'm Scared. That's in reference. To, that was in. Hold me. That was in reference to my uh, saying that I am sometimes experiencing of economic anxiety. Is what that was a reference to. Ah. Uh, or continuation there. Right, 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 right. So you don't want to. You don't want to explain yourself. You think just throwing little hints here and there. Well, I know that you've brought up economic anxiety in terms of uh, referring referring to race. Referring. Referring to race. It's pronounced referring. No, so what do you have on your head right now? It's a, it's a collar. It's a, it's a collar that is on my desk that uh, you put over the cutout for where the wires go on your desk. And I'm fidgeting with this thing. This is how I get the juices flowing. This is how I'm broadcasting. I wouldn't call what we've been doing broadcasting. I think episode 20 has driven into a wall. I think you and I have been thrown through the windshield and we have, uh, our necks have snapped upon impact and we are dead. We're in that waiting room in Beetlejuice. Yeah. We're just sitting around looking at each other like, well, where am I? Why is that guy's head tiny? This podcast is supported by Zcast. Zcast.co is their web address. They are an app and website. They provide the platform that you're hearing this podcast on. They provide RSS feeds, server space, and links for sharing your podcast. We'd like to thank the folks over at Zcast for their incredible platform and for their constant and undying support of the Greg Wiener podcast. We love you, Zcast. Thank you so much for your hard work, and we look forward to forging a beautiful beautiful, professional, profitable, and maybe sexual, but not harassing sexual relationship with you. I love my mommy. We now return to the Wiener Shake Show on the Greg Wiener Podcasting Network. Oh, I'm getting wet down there. You know, we're recording, by the way. I don't give a fuck. I give a fuck, so I'm going to continue working. Uh, Emren is... Uh, What's up, man? Do What's you up with those glasses? You're, you're wearing like the glasses Kareem Abdul-Jabbar used to wear when he played basketball. Uh, these are for, they make me feel a certain way, so I wear them. Like a brother? Mm, no, no. They don't, nothing makes me feel like a brother. I feel like myself. I don't need to feel like another race. Particularly um, your penis size. You're working blue today, aren't you, buddy? These glasses sometimes shield, to me, my inner soul, and I'm feeling a little off right now. Um, I'm tired. I didn't get enough sleep last night. Why um, did you get enough sleep? I don't know. I just, you know, my mind, I'm a highly, highly intelligent human being, <laughs> and so to get this brain to turn off and relax for a minute is uh, quite a challenge. So I took some melatonin, a uh, natural sleep remedy, mm -hmm. at four mm -hmm. when I gave up on uh, my brain shutting off. And so then I woke up at seven and... <sighs> Jane just, Doe uh, used to take melatonin. Jane Doe. My, uh, oh, the girl my that who... you, you tried to ask, uh, you proposed to by accident before you went and dropped a steamy number two on your date? Yep. Here he goes eating matzah. He's just doing this to rile me up now. I, I, I'm sad that you can't, you can't, I, I mean, you've talked about your insomnia before. Is this insomnia or uh, your, your incredible empath-ness uh, uh, hindering your ability to sleep? 
Well, I think that I am an empath. That's that's a true statement. Fact. And science. with it's all, physics. It's physics and science and true. And I've been purposely staying away from the latest um, immigration news. Are, are, I mean, it's it's fucking hopefully horrible. it won't be latest by the time this this reaches. Yeah, the by air. the time we air this. Um, by the Hopefully. way, we're airing Mondays and Fridays now, guaranteed yeah. brand new content episodes of mm-hmm. the Wiener Shake show every Monday and Friday. But the news coming out of with children Horrible. being split up, I think that even though I haven't been reading the news because I refuse, I know what's happening. Uh, right. All you have to do is open up Facebook and see the outrage from all the snowflakes. Rightful outrage. Absolute rightful outrage. And I don't believe in snowflakes. I think it's a fucking dumb term that's just it's a bully tactic personally i mean i think the real snowflakes are the people who get agitated about making cakes for gays if if making a cake for a homosexual couple gets you all up in arms and makes you fear for your own life whatever that means oh god yeah Yeah. you're a fucking snowflake you're the fucking snowflake well yeah of course i mean these supposed snowflakes who uh, who are on the receiving end of this bigotry they are standing up and fighting. That's not a snowflake. That's that's a patriot. But I, let's not get yeah, political. No, let's not get political. But I think that my overall malaise today and my melancholia is due mm-hmm. to all the strife that's going in, going on in the world. Right. Actually, a month and a half before 9-11 occurred, I was mm-hmm. living in Astoria, where you reside now. And uh, my father had uh, died about, I guess, a month and a half before, uh, around June 24th. We're coming up on 17-year anniversary. My condolences. Yeah, where were you 17 years ago? I didn't hear I was, any condolences then. I, didn't, I don't think I was born yet. Trapped him into his age. Yeah, I'm 16 years old, Greg. <laughs> right. Okay, so anyway, my point is, is that I kept having this uh, horrible sleep like I'd be, I'd start to fall asleep and then uh, this weird thing would happen in my brain where I would feel like I was getting ready to die. I don't know why I thought I was getting ready to die. It was this strange like fear, like I felt like I was falling, you know, that that little spot right before you're ready, right. you're falling into sleep. And I yeah. felt that, but it was magnified right. a billion times and I would, like I'd, I'd get up and I'd, I'd feel like, okay, I just stopped myself from dying, which was completely illogical. I wasn't doing any kind of drugs at all. Um, mm-hmm. and, Not but, popping J's. And then, no, I wasn't popping J's at all. That actually is a thing. It's a physical, it's a medical thing that happens because your body is lulling itself into paralysis, basically, mm-hmm. when you're falling asleep. Mm-hmm. And this thing kicks off in your mind that when you're standing, your body, I mean, your body is always activated and always doing things to keep you balanced, to keep you breathing, etc. But particularly when you're standing up, you're not just resting on your laurels. Your body is actively doing stuff to keep you upright. And what happens is there's an alert system. There's like a feedback loop system so that once you start tipping over, your body activates and uprights you again. Muscles activate and stuff like that. So what's happening is when you're falling asleep, there's a glitch basically. And what happens is your body thinks that, oh, we were standing upright and now we're falling down because we're uh, relaxing our muscles and starting to paralyze them. And so a glitch happens and it thinks that you're standing upright and it doesn't want you to fall down. So the nervous system activates and makes you jerk into action. So that's what that falling down uh, and then sensation is. It's basically your body thinking that you are falling down Hmm. and it jerks to action. It's a glitch. It it was a premonition actually. Because I am an empath, I knew that my world was changing, not only with the passing of my dear father, Gerald, but the attacks from your people to my people that changed the world. I'm kidding. A month. A month before you had an... Yes. Okay, this is a true story. This This is is a true story. Yeah. This is an absolute true story, 100%. I'm not making this up. I'm telling a true story. Okay. Uh, One time, I was chit-chatting this girl online. Right. Back in the day, that's what you used to do. You used to chit chat girls online yeah. on AOL. Yeah. And we were chit chatting and we actually got really close. And then we flung apart after like a you, year or two. But you never time. met in real life. Never. Met. We talked on the phone a few times, but we never met. So you and got then, close, but you weren't really real close. You were you were Internet close. 
Well, we fully acknowledged that, that we were only internet close, but it was such a tight bond that it felt like we had known each other for years in person. And and again, we fully acknowledged that, look, this is a weird thing that we're in. We're in this weird, we called it a relationship. Obviously not a physical relationship. It's akin to what you and Tom Hanks have, basically. Uh, yeah, except we, we kiss and touch and, and, and hug and cuddle and sleep in the same bed. You know, but sure. yeah, you're right. It's just like yours. Um, the only similarity like, is in that we feel like we've known each other all our lives. Go ahead. I'm, I'm not going to tackle that right now because don't. you're trying to get me down a garden path that I don't want to go down. So we had kind of become estranged. And then a month before the, the awful attacks. Yeah, strange is the real word there. Go ahead. A month before the attacks, she disappeared. No, 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 no. We, we had stopped talking for a good year or so. Before uh, the attacks? Yeah. And then I hadn't heard from her. She hadn't heard from me in over a year. And then I got an email from her saying, I'm incredibly sorry. I'm really, really sorry. And then it wasn't even a month before. It was like a week after 9-11 happened. And she used to say that her dad was connected to the mafia. I dated a girl whose dad was actually in the CIA. And the day before the attacks, he called her, which he never did. He was a very cold military dad type thing, I think. And he told her, he asked her what she was doing if she was traveling. She said, yeah, I'm going to no. California. Mm -hmm. She what? lived in Boston. And uh -huh. he said, whatever you do tomorrow, don't go anywhere. No, That's a up. true story. Really? That is a true story. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. I remember when we were watching the footage of, of the attacks, the horrible attacks, I remember when the tower first fell, mm -hmm. we were all like, oh, they, they're demolishing the towers. They're demolitioning the towers. They're demolitioning the towers? That was the thing. And I remember, like, even the news anchors kind of implying that. And it was... Well, I, because I guess it looked exactly like that. Both well, towers. Well, I mean, the conspiracy that we're latching onto is that, yes, the attacks happened, and for sure they happened. But it was an effort to, to bring the towers down completely to demolish them. And it was done by an inside job. Now, look, I, I don't wear tinfoil hats or anything like that, but you should. I do. I do believe, though. I do believe, though, that the attacks were known that they were going to happen, and I yes. think maybe. Imran Shake on the 9/11 conspiracy right here on the Wiener Shake Show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Like this. No, but there's precedence for this. The Vietnam War. You know how it started. No, then why? Tell me how the Vietnam War started. Do you just assume that I'm a smacked ass all the time? Uh, tell me how the Vietnam War was uh, started, my brother. Uh, I think we all know how the Vietnam War was started, Imran. I mean, no, tell I, me, tell me. No, I, I, I don't want to assume that you're a smacked ass. You are assuming that I'm a smacked ass by asking me that and assuming that I don't know. Okay, so. I prove me wrong. I assume that you don't know. Make me seem like an asshole right no, now. No, I'm not going to sit here and play your fucking little fucking camel games. You know, Let's you want to know how... your games, ladies uh, and gentlemen. It's... Okay. Well, the Viet Minh forces won the Battle of Dien Bien Phu and ended <laughs> French involvement in, in China. And following uh -huh. through on that commitment, America aid to South Vietnam began as early as 1955, January specifically. Wow, that sounds a lot like you're reading something off the internet no like not a Wikipedia at all article. well the north vietnamese government and the Viet Cong were fighting to reunify vietnam we know that and the u.s government Ye viewed its involvement in the war as a way to prevent a communist takeover of south vietnam i mean the, everyone knows this you're just rattling this off your head yeah dude it was part of the domino theory of a wider containment policy with the stated aim of stopping the spread of communism because you normally don't speak with such tight diction I, I mean you're you're a great you have here we a great go voice again here. you think i'm no, a moron I'm, imran I'm, i don't think you're a moron i just someone I just, someone I, I, who just says like things you, you wikipedia this really no. you vamped you wikipedia nope. it and you read off well run back the tape that's not what it is run back the tape someone who thinks this you're you're popping jays while she's bj and you yeah but but you're gonna play high and mighty like you got all the information because you got 12 major degrees and you're in the same spot i am the Vietnam War started off because the U.S. entered the Vietnam War because the U.S. allowed a U.S. battlecruiser 
to be attacked. And it was later found out, it was declassified that the U.S. either launched an attack or fired a torpedo at its own vessel and made it seem as if, though, uh, the Vietnamese had did this. I may be confusing this for the Korean War. But there was some war that the U.S. Wow. legitimately declassified. You know For the record, let uh, judicial prudence, uh, prudence not know not that I was right and Imran got the Korean War and the Vietnam War confused because he's a racist and if they've got slanty eyes, then they're just one people to him. I'm, so done. T- I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I gotta say, I have brought my C game to work today, Imran. I gotta um, say, I'm feeling low energy myself. You know, and I think maybe it's because of you. Well, I didn't want to bring it up because I feel like we're we're beating a dead horse. We started like 40 minutes late. Did you want to maybe explain why? I mean, I don't care. I'm used to it. It's part of the thing. I didn't know if you were trying to create more drama and shtick, but I didn't. I wasn't gonna play that game anymore because I think we do need variety. We can't have a constant. This can't be my own bully pulpit here, and you be my only fucking little victim. Bully is the key word in that. Yeah, but it's not like you're not doing things to cause me to bully you. You want content? I got you content. I want to talk about my stripper experience. Oh, wait a minute. Are you talking about the one oh, yes. that you and I went to in Fort Myers yeah. one night? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were hanging out with girls with names like Skylar and Ice. And I and bought you your first lap dance. So Greg and I, I go to uh, a strip club and Greg is like, you pick out any girl here you like and I'll buy you. I, I, you just tell me. You just tell me. I'm gaga over these. They're beautiful. They're gorgeous. Mostly and, Fort Myers trailer trash. But go ahead. Oh, I was I was achieving wood. And then, and then Greg, and he just goes, this is the one you like, huh? And I didn't want to be like a rude, a gracious, like I wanted to be a gracious guest. So I was like, yeah, sure, okay. And then next thing I know, I'm holding hands with her because Greg makes me hold her hand. She takes me back to get a lap dance. And I'm like, this is fucking hella awkward. I, I've, got, I've got an erection right now. I don't know what to do here. Yeah. And... And then, and then <laughs> the we worst get back. stripper background music. Yeah. And that no, that's great. And yeah. then she sits me down uh-huh. in this booth. And now here's the thing: the booth is backlit, so I can't see her face. Which, and Greg and I have talked about this, and he doesn't agree with me. But I think they do that on purpose so you don't see the disinterest in her face because she was backlit completely, and I couldn't see her face at all. And I wasn't touching because it's been drummed into me. I've never been to a strip club, but the one thing I've heard is that there's no touching. No touching. So I literally had my hands in my pockets. Later on, I come to find that touching is allowed and I missed out. And so I'm just sitting there and she she sits down next to me and we start talking because I, I, I don't know what to do. And I'm just asking her about her life, what she does, mm-hmm. does she do this? And, and then we're just talking and at one point she goes, do you want to just talk or do you want me to dance? Like I'm cool with doing whatever your friend paid for this so we can do whatever and i go oh no 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 i want you to dance <laughs> no, good for then, you good for it. you that's what you're getting paid for i don't i mean i don't want you to you know be insulted that you're very attractive and i want you to do what you know let's go for it did she do you remember what she looked like i i don't by the I, way I mean, strip clubs. she was she was uh she had a tan she was white she had brown hair maybe I don't really remember. Real or fake yabos? I think they were real, actually. Hmm. I didn't see them or feel them, so I don't know. You for didn't sure, see but them. She didn't she take off her tongue. By the way, they don't. Oh no, they I don't, did see them. I they don't see light them. strip club uh, lap dance rooms to avoid you seeing the strippers' disinterest. That's no, ludicrous that's, and not true. This is the whole thing about strip clubs. They are psychological experiment houses. I mean, it's there's so much psychology going on there. The way they manipulate patrons, not just I was going to say men, but there was more women there when we went than there were men. And it's all just I remember they, from that going with you to that strip club was one your face after you came out from getting the lap dance, and then there was some guy with like stacks of one dollar yeah. bills, like but they were 
were they were probably five hundred dollar stacks of one hundred dollars, yeah. maybe three hundred dollar stacks. And all the women were just flocking like yeah. And like then he would he would throw it up and make it rain, and it would all like go on the stage and shit. It was craziness. Like, like it was choreographed the way he was shooting that he was making it rain. It was like a magic act. He it like was, had control over where every dollar bill landed. Well, and and it was just like as I break off another piece of matzah, what a waste of money. Not for him. No, anyway, so so yeah, she can, yeah. she proceeds to to grind me in the most physically assaulting way pot. Like she was just like ramming. She must have ramming what? Had, Her vajayjay against your disc. Yeah, and she must have had some sort of shielding on because it was just flat, man. There was no feeling of it. I, I, I purpose, I genuinely think she had a bunch of layers of clothing on, or, or I should say, like ten panties on, or something like that. Oh, over her shield, vagina. Yeah, to shield her actual vagina from me, which I don't blame her for that. Did you so not? She was just, did you bust a? No. You didn't bust a nut. No, because I was physically in pain because she was slamming it against my crotch. And then at one point, my phone and keys were in my pocket, so that was getting uncomfortable. I was like, I should probably take these out. Huh? Yeah. yeah She's yeah. like, yeah, you probably should. Yeah. So then I so I took them out, and then I got really worried that someone was going to try and steal that stuff. Because, again, I don't know. That could be a con that they pull at these strip clubs. They make you take – they distract you. They make you take out your stuff, and then they steal them. And then they're like, oh, we can't be held responsible. So I'm like – I got my hand on my stuff. And I'm trying to talk to her at the same time as she's dancing, uh, slamming her vajayjay on my dick's disc. And then at one point, I'm like, I'm trying to carry on a conversation with her, and I'm like, "So, uh, what do you do again?" And she was like, "I work for a mortgage company." I was like, "Oh, that that's interesting. What do you do there?" And she was like, "It's not fun. I like to do this." And I was like, "Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry." And then and then we talk a little bit more, and then she's done, uh-huh. and I'm just weirded out. And then and then I don't know what to do, so I'm just like, "Okay, well." Uh, Thank you for that, and then, I, and then, I, and then I hugged her. <laughs> and she was like, "You're really nice." And she goes, "You're really nice." And then I immediately, I'm like, "Does that mean you want to date me?" Because she said, when I was asking her, "Oh, why do you dance?" While she was slamming her vagina on me, I wouldn't even call it dancing anymore. It was just slamming her vagina on me. I was like, "So, are you like, why do you dance?" Like, I'm not judging. You're great at it. You're doing a great job. I said that to her a bunch of times. This, you're doing really great. Thank you. I'm sure that. she she just uh, went to the moon with your approval. She was so thrilled. <laughs> She was like, well, I guess I'm just going to do this until someone tells me not to because, you know, I'm single right now. Ooh. Then I got real wood. Yeah, then I got real wood. And then afterwards, when I hugged her goodbye and she said, you're really nice, I was hooked and I was in love. And that's why I never want to go to a strip club again because I fell in love with this woman. Yeah, well, that, that that's the, the, the ploy there, man. That's, that's the, the money. That's it's the, the money grab. Yeah, she's she's single, which means you have a shot. Which means right. you'll buy her a drink, you'll sit with her right. all night, you'll get multiple dances, maybe you'll take her to the champagne room because you look like you're made of money. Just by the, the amount of hair you have, the complexion, <laughs> the way you carry yourself, and you're, you're very confident even though you have IBS and shit. You're still <laughs> this confident, you, you put on it's a redundant. good show for everyone. IBS and shit is redundant. Next. So I'm on a date with this, this beautiful, attractive whip smart woman mm-hmm. and, and she's actually so, showing some interest in me which has got me baffled what did she do to show that interest or, she started touching my arm oh yeah the old and arm she, touch and she casually dropped she did the whole uh oh i don't want to tell you about that right now that's for our third date or that's for our fourth date oh right you don't do that you don't do that unless there's a future there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so one of the things that happened was I told her straight up. I was like, you know, I'm super nervous right now uh, you know, because something happened and I said, I said something weird. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm just really nervous right now. And she's like, nervous? Really? You don't seem it at all. And I was like, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm a bundle of, I'm like a mess right now. She's like, it doesn't seem it. And this has been a thing in my life where uh, I have been accused of, of not being nervous, of feigning anxiety and, and nerves uh, because I have uh, this, this, I guess, a presentation that belies my uh, true, true awkward nerdiness. Well, and I think that's what makes you such a good candidate for the sleeper cell movement. 
I am not a candidate for any sleeper cell movement. I'm a pacifist. I believe in science. I'm an American citizen. You have very strong opinions when it comes to uh, game show themes. Very <laughs> strong. You get very angry. Uh, uh, episode 17. The Price is huh? Wrong. Do you not remember episode 17 when I was playing The Price is Right sounds? You got violently angry. Episode 17 of what? Of the Wiener Shake Show. Right, right, right. I got more cotton for it. Go ahead. I'm eating matzah. Take over. The ship is yours, Emran. What is the deal? This has happened to me twice. Don't, hold on. Don't start off your content portion with what's the deal with. Okay, Imran Seinfeld? Get your Imran own catchphrase. Imran Feld? Listen, here's the sitch. All right? Twice now, in a row, back to back, women on the dating apps have canceled their plans with me because, quote, oh, my dad's in town. I can't go out tonight. Is that a new fucking excuse to not go out with someone? My dad's in town? How long were you talking to them? And then how long was the date set up? And then when did the cancellation come in relation to when the date was going to happen? I know that's a lot, but unpack it and get it done quickly because uh, we're a high-end podcast. <laughs> As he chomps on monsters. I So my MO is to ask them out immediately. After three or four back and forths, mm -hmm. uh, uh, like one uh, message, literal messages, three yeah. or four literal messages, I pop the question because A, I don't want them to find out that I'm a spaz and therefore reject me. B, the 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 iron's hot, so I strike. C, I don't want to let it disintegrate, just evaporate, because conversations just end. They just they just vanish into the ether online. So I I strike while the iron's hot, as I said, and I ask them out right away. So for this one, I asked her. She actually the second one messaged me she's straight because there's a thing in my bio that says you know i like going to museums amongst other things and i do i really oh, enjoy wow. doing it's that. very original too i also like going uh on walk long walks on the beach which i don't think a lot of people do that these days and then um so she messages me no hello hi no nothing she just straight up messages me because this is bumble mind you so she has to message me first she goes i have passes to the met and i'm like what? the met is I, free anyway it's a suggested donation yeah, free. Get tickets. <laughs> you Jew bastard. So then the weekend comes, and I'm like, hey, you want to go? And she's like, oh, my dad's in town. I oh, no, she was like, no, I can't. I, I'm busy. I'm like, all right, whatever. So then I message her again, and I'm like, do you want to go this weekend? She's like, I can't. My dad's got to be in town that weekend, so I can't. Haven't you ghosted or tried to ghost girls out of your mouth on this podcast? I, I may reschedule because of a better date scenario, but I never, ever canceled the date. I have ghosted. But that's after an initial meeting. I, my thing is, you got to meet me first before you decide like you don't want to be. I like your defense for ghosting somebody. As long as you've had the initial meeting. Yeah. Why did you ghost if, that girl? Which girl? <laughs> oh, my God. How many girls have you ghosted? And why do you ghost? Because it's easier that way. It's cleaner. I think if you ghost after two, maybe three dates... If you ghost uh, and it's been four dates, five dates, that's just on the cusp of acceptable ghosting. If you ghost no, beyond no, 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 no. There's four no, five There's dates, no such thing as acceptable ghosting. I'm sorry. You ignore no. somebody when they're texting you and you just let them fucking send their text and it hits a brick wall and bounces and falls to the ground. You can't put somebody out of their misery because it's easier for you. It's incredibly Why? selfish. Why? No, it's not because that's what you do. You don't want to get feelings involved. It's the first date. Look, we had a first date. You might think it worked, but I didn't think it worked. So let's not belabor this. All right. Let's just let's just cut it off. And people understand that that it's happened to me. I've done it to people. It's fine. It's, it's an implied that if you don't respond, then you are supposed to uh, assume all of these things. Move on. There was one girl who texted me back with a heartbreaking, so is this ghosting? You're ghosting me, huh? And I was just like, oh, this is rough. I didn't respond to her because I didn't want to acknowledge her feelings, but you know, I moved oh my on. God. You move on. You That's didn't. I'm saying if this is under four or five dates, anything beyond four or five dates and you ghost, you're an asshole. You're, you're an inhumane, barbaric Republican. All right. I would encourage you moving on in life as a single man looking for your partner. 
I am at this point. You are looking for your Tom Hanks. No, because I actually want to sleep with this woman. You... That's the podcast. Show. We're a, got... We're a GD show. Hold on. That's the show. Yeah, I, got, I, I really got to yank one out. All right. It's building up. Later, bitches. Bye. Bye. This is a production of Greg Wiener Productions, Inc. and Hollow Spirit Studios. Go to their website, hollowspiritstudios.com. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share. And to reach out to Greg Wiener or Imran Shake, feel free to message us at The Wiener Shake Show on our Facebook page. Or call 302-RAW-DONG. That's 302-729-3664. Thank you again for listening to The Wiener Shake Show. I'm Oprah Wiener. Of all the sounds you'll hear this summer... This might be your new favorite. They're blending up the new chocolate chip iced cap at Tim Hortons. Real chocolate chips blended into an iced cap for a sweet summer treat. It's Tim Hortons frozen take on a cappuccino. And it just might be the best sound of summer. Hurry into Tim Hortons for the new chocolate chip iced cap. Limited time at participating restaurants. Are you tired of not earning anything on your hard-earned money? Your path to more money starts with a certificate from Pathways Financial Credit Union. Right now, earn a 2.68% annual percentage yield on a 60-month certificate with a minimum balance of just $500. Great rates like this have helped make Pathways the fastest-growing credit union in Ohio over the last 10 years. Earn more on your money. Stop by any convenient location or check us out at PathwaysCU.com. Pathways is federally insured by the NCUA.